back where with Mental Health Chats, I'm Claire Davis, and we are all about emotional fitness and bringing emotional fitness into your life. And today we've got Robert Miller. Hello, Robert. How are you? Hello. Thanks, Claire. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you so much for being here, Robert. And firstly, I just want you to tell everybody where you're from. So whereabouts are you calling from? I am based uh, just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina in the U.S., North Carolina. Not uh, We haven't had a guest from North Carolina. We've had a few guests from the US, but North Carolina, very interesting. It's a place I'll have to come to. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll come and visit you. <laughs> so we're talking about sleep apnea. So first of all, before we go into sleep apnea, would you like to tell everybody who is Robert Millen? Yeah, so I, I, thanks for uh, allowing me to, to join you today. I am the uh, currently, in my current position, I'm the vice president of sleep business with Apria Healthcare. It's one of the largest uh, home medical equipment providers in the U.S. Um, I have been involved in and am a registered sleep technologist. Um, I've been involved in sleep medicine for, uh, I think, about 28 years now. I, I lost track after 20 years, I think. So uh, um, in various roles, sales positions, um, business development positions, and, and now in my current role. Brilliant. So... Can you tell us a little bit about more about what you do when you say sort of treatments for sleep, et cetera? What does that mean? Yeah. So uh, for patients who are diagnosed with obstructive sleep apnea, there are options for those patients. And, um, you know, it's great that they have choices because the, the gold standard for patients to be treated for sleep apnea would be a continuous positive airway pressure. Um, it's essentially a device that sits on the bedside. It has a, a mask that the patient wears during the nighttime, and it provides basically an air splint to keep the patient's airway open while they're sleeping um, and eliminates all snoring and, and sleep apnea events so they're able to sleep normally. Wow. So there might be some people who are watching this or listening who are wondering what the definition of sleep apnea is. So what does it actually mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, the, the, the actual definition of sleep apnea would be a complete cessation of airflow um, for at least 10 seconds or longer. Um, in, in fact, there are some patients who have significantly longer than 10 seconds, 60 seconds, uh, 80 second uh, types of apneas where there's an obstruction in the airway. You would, you would physically see the person continuing to um, produce effort to try to breathe. Um, in fact, if you know anyone who snores or have witnessed sleep apnea you know, yourself, you would know that the, the person typically terminates the apnea with a big sort of loud snore, and then they can resume breathing again. But it's that disrupted pattern that occurs over the course of the nighttime that um, it, it will uh, cause oxygen desaturations for the patient. And then certainly um, it activates the brain and, and and uh, arouses the patient out of whatever stage of sleep they're in and, and continues to put them back into a lighter stage of sleep so they're, they have unrestored sleep during the night. Oh, wow. So unrestored sleep. So do they actually stop breathing as well? They, they actually stop breathing. There are some other types of, of sleep apnea that are related to certain types of, of respiratory um, or neurological issues where there is a cessation of breathing, but it's not obstructive in nature. It, it literally is that the patient just stops breathing, there's no effort, there's no airflow for uh, greater than 10 seconds. So uh, any type of, of snoring or uh, obstruction would fall into the obstructive sleep apnea category. And that's where most patients 
um, really would lie, who, who received the diagnosis, diagnosis of sleep disorder breathing. So it would be quite detrimental for them to have a good quality sleep, wouldn't it? Robert. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, um, uh, you know, typical um, long-term effects of having obstructive sleep apnea, I know that there are, are certainly patients who have strokes during the nighttime as, as a part of having obstructive sleep apnea. It's a little bit of a chicken and egg um, situation, you know, from a, a cardiovascular standpoint as to whether it's the, the sleep apnea that produces the, the cardiovascular issues or if the patient has cardiovascular issues that are just exacerbated by the, the sleep apnea. Wow, this is so interesting. So would you mind just going through how people could treat this? So do you have any primary ways that people could treat sleep apnea? Absolutely. Um, so I, I mentioned CPAP earlier, and that really is the, the gold standard of being able to treat patients for sleep apnea. There, there are some challenges with, with CPAP, though, for patients. And again, CPAP stands for Continuous Positive Airway Pressure. Um, you know, the, the thought of being able to wear a mask that's blowing a direct uh, current of air, you know, continuously all night long is, is a bit difficult for some patients, particularly if they're claustrophobic or, um, you know, are long-term mouth breathers and, and just unable to breathe through their nose. So um, typically the CPAP adherence that you would hear collectively uh, across the industry would be about 50% for patients, which leaves 50% of the patients who are diagnosed with without a treatment uh, unless they're able to find some of the other options that are available. Yeah, so that's one option that's called, how do you spell that? CPAP. 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 Okay, lovely, thank you. And then are there any other treatments in for that other 50% of people? There, there are. Um, the Probably the one of the, the most recognized because there's there's just a lot of, um, there's really a lot of information and I would say advertisements related to the Inspire medical surgery. So there is a surgical procedure. It's a, um, it, it's a procedure that allows the patient to um, have a, a stimulator put in that will actually, it, it pulls the tongue forward and to the side to keep the airway open during the nighttime for the patient. Um, so it's uh, Inspire Medical, really, they, they are the worldwide leader in that particular space, and they do a lot of advertising for sleep apnea. So uh, they are a, a great option for patients uh, who are looking for other options other than, than CPAP. Wow, that's interesting. You're, you're, you're opening my world here. I've never heard of yes. those. And um do many people opt for that operation or is it something that people wouldn't want? Uh, they do. Uh, and it's interesting. It's, it's actually a therapy that's been, uh, it's widely covered by most payers. And um, I would say in comparison to CPAP, it's, a, it's still a very small patient population, um, which leads us to the, the other uh, treatment option, which uh, I would say probably would be the, uh, you know, the, the most widely sought out today because over the last year and a half, there's been a recall of certain uh, of a certain manufacturer's CPAP devices, and it's left a shortage in the industry of available CPAP units for patients who need to be treated. Um, so they've they've been able to seek out these other um, treatment options, and uh, oral appliance therapy falls into that into that category as well as a, as an uh, alternative treatment. Yeah. So can you can you explain that alternative treatment in a bit more detail for us? 
Certainly. So a, a custom oral appliance, there, there's really two different sort of versions of an oral appliance for a patient. There's um, there are oral appliances that are readily available online. You can go and purchase those units. Um, you may be able to put the, the unit in boiling water and, and then fit it to, uh, to your, your particular uh, you know, dental profile and in order to help with snoring. But those are not the, the, um, the ones that you have to go into a dentist that are custom oral appliance. That custom oral appliance really is to treat obstructive sleep apnea, and they've been designated um, as a, a treatment for sleep apnea. And you have to go through the process of being fitted um, by a dentist, they will mold and, and develop the, the unit for you. You go back in and, and then there's some follow-up that's done to ensure that the, the device is essentially protruding the jaw forward enough to keep the airway open uh, and eliminate sleep apnea and snoring for those patients as well. Wow, that's so interesting. You're, you've opened my eyes to things that I was not aware of. So thank you so much, Robert, for your... Words. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who are watching or listening out there who would love to get in contact with you. So where could people find you? Yeah, I'm uh, easily, uh, you, you can find me probably most easily on LinkedIn. Um, and uh, if uh, anyone who's out there who's listening, I also have a podcast, it's called Sleep Tech Talk. And um, we, we interview certain people who are involved in the sleep industry who um, have made an impact or who are um, sort of new superstars in the world of sleep medicine and, um, you know, are contributing in different ways for, uh, through different types of technology, um, you know, with a focus really on, uh, because the, the three guys who are all co-hosts of the show, we, we all have sleep tech back backgrounds um, and then have all three also moved into sales roles uh, over the years. So, um, you know, we're just trying to stay true to our roots and, and uh, you know, really have an avenue to highlight some things that, that people are doing to change uh, patients' lives who have sleep disorder breathing. Oh, that's wonderful. And I, I love the wording that you use, which change people's lives, because if we're lacking sleep, it's so detrimental to our health and our mental health. And we're all about emotional fitness to actually help people. So thank you so much, because sleep is probably the most important thing for our health and mental health, isn't it? Absolutely. In, in fact, a lot of the, the same symptoms that you would recognize in a patient who has depression are, are also present in a patient who is sleep deprived. So uh, there, it, there certainly is some, some crossover of those patient populations. Um, I, I don't think that's an issue of one causing the other, but um, it, you know, it certainly is for a patient who is, is who has issues with mental health, it, it absolutely would be worthwhile to be evaluated for sleep apnea because insomnia would be another, you know, that that would be another issue that that patients who are um, sort of challenged in that area would, would also potentially have an issue with. Thank you. Thank you so much for being there to help people. And thank you for your time today and being a guest as well. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Claire. Take care. We hope you enjoyed the chat. If you found any of the tips useful, follow Mental Health Chats. Thank you.